0: Hey everybody and welcome to another episode of Nerds with Friends. My name is Cody Leach and I'm joined by Christian Garcia. See! Si. See! Si. Isamia Christian!
1: That's a mix of me and Mario, I guess. Uh,
0: yeah, it is. It's, it's it's your name said in Mario's voice, who's Italian. And I don't know, I don't know how I was trying to say your name. <laughs> Thank you guys for coming by to the podcast, uh, checking in every week with us. Make sure you leave a like and subscribe or a follow or a whatever your podcasting platform asks you to do. That way you can keep up to date with all the new shows we do every single week. Talking about all the nerdy things that happen in our world. Even leave a review.
1: We like that shit.
0: Yeah, we do. We do read all of those and we respond to a lot of them if it lets us respond. Yeah. Um, yeah, we we sometimes even review things that we're not super stoked about, like we are today, uh, which was the movie Morbius, led by Mr. Jared Leto, um, who, in my opinion, should stick to being in a band. I think. That's, When's
1: the last time they did an album?
0: Like, I have no idea. I've never. I don't know music? any of their songs. I I'm, maybe if, maybe if you played some of their popular ones, I might have heard them, but not a big Thirty Seconds to Mars fan. Um, but. Yes, his uh, long-awaited Morbius, the Living Vampire movie, has come out. So we'll be talking about that today, as well as uh, Sony's uh, plans for their, you know, cinematic universe, <laughs> um, if you want to call it that, because um, there's they're making some strange choices. So uh, yeah, all of that coming. For you, after our little break and our nerdy confessions, uh, make sure you stop by patreoncom nerds with friends uh, to become a patron of our show. Give us some dollary dues. A patrons' uh, support is how we upgrade equipment and see movies that we don't want to see, you know, because movies are expensive and we want to spend our hard earned dollary dues on good movies, you know. So, but sometimes we, we got to cover the bad stuff too, you know. Um, so, we do appreciate all of our patrons who already support us. You guys are the fucking best, but let's start the show as we always do with some nerd confessions. Nerd confessions. We're we confessing things that make us nerds. Christian, See. Why are you a nerd?
1: <laughs> where do I start? <laughs> where do you I wanna, start? Want to open Pandora's box? <laughs> um, okay, you like Fast and the Furious, right? Yes, I do. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you are guilty, guilty you, pleasure. Yeah, sure. you do like bad movies.
0: Uh it's one of the highest grossing uh you know uh what do you call franchises? Oh, of but all that's time. not
1: all I base a, on a bad movie. Sure, it could make a lot of money. Titanic made a lot of money, never seen it, just guessing it was bad. Whatever. No, I mean for what it was it was a good movie. <laughs> I again I'm just just blindly judging without seeing. <laughs> I can't seeing believe it. you haven't seen Titanic. No, just it's, why? I don't know. I know history. I remember. The when, ship didn't make it. I remember. What's w- the fucking watch? When
0: the Titanic movie came out, uh came out on video on VHS tape for you youngins out there. And the best part was you could just pop in tape two and watch the boat sink and all the people dying. <laughs> it was like, ah, skip all that love story shit.
1: You watched it in beta, don't lie.
0: <laughs> it did not come out in beta. So it wasn't that old.
1: No, so nerdy confession is that I watch the the Fast and the Furious. Obviously, I've, I've only seen Tokyo Drift and people are like, that's the one you saw? That one sucks. I don't know. It had a better production value. I, for what it was, enjoyed Tokyo Drift. But, I think uh,
0: Tokyo Drifts. it's not a bad movie. It's just a weird place to start because it's like the third movie. Yeah. But I will say, it if you just watched that movie by itself... It you know until except for like that after credit scene where I think like Dom shows up or something like that. I just, I mean like it it's its own story. You don't have to have watched the previous ones. Honestly,
1: too. it's the it came out like when pay per view was still a thing and you yeah. can steal cable. I saw it on pay per view. <laughs> nice. And I was like, oh, this is cool. There's mm-hmm. hot Japanese girls. The, oh yeah. The music was was cool for the time. I liked it. Yeah. I feel like people still play that one song with the Japanese girls like um, yell screaming. Japanese screamo, whatever. Yeah, probably. But um yeah, so I watched it and I was like fuck, Cody gives me shit for Temple of Doom when this is a a bad movie. I again, I enjoyed it. I'm not judging anyone who for liking it. <laughs> but it is a fucking bad movie. The it's, dialogue It's not
0: meant for you, Christian. <laughs> uh,
1: again, I enjoyed it. It's
0: meant for people who live their life a quarter mile at a time.
1: <laughs> like Dom, yeah, a quarter yeah. mile at a time. Like Like Dom and Brian. The dialogue was dumb. The premise was dumb. I don't think they knew where it was going while they were filming it.
0: absolutely not.
1: I I think it was more like, so what are we filming today? Like, um, sure, um, who are we making the bad guys? The cops are the bad guys? No, the truckers are the bad guys. (laughs) No, maybe all of them are the bad guys. Like, it's just, it it wasn't going anywhere. Um, The one (laughs) dude um, who hated... um, What's I forget the guy that died. Um uh, oh my god. Paul Walker. Paul Walker. The one guy on Dom's Brian C- is his name in, in the movie. Yeah, or yeah, he had a he had a Jewish name, right? It was or I don't know what his last name was, but his like, first
0: name is Brian.
1: But like the guy who hated him because he like they both wanted to bang the underage girl. Like that was just weird. Dom's sister. Like uh, I must they never really clarified her age. All they would said is like, Oh yeah, if I wanted to get into that Underage girls' panties, like one cop said to to Brian's, like yeah. I, I I get it. I jerked off to her pictures, and then he like punches him. Don't talk about her that way. Yeah, um, yeah, it's just it was it was bad. Well, well, so what did
0: it? What the mo- first movie was in particular was it was like Point Break, but for street racers. You know, where the the undercover cop goes to infiltrate the gang, but he becomes part of the gang because he sees their lifestyle.
1: Thank you, Cody. You put it into perspective. Yes, it is a shitty point break. (laughs) Uh, Yes,
0: It's just a different point break, you know? (laughs) If you're not into, like, surfing and extreme sports, but you're into, like, cars, it's like, oh, this is cool. And I think, for me, you know, the thing that always got me was I'm a big car fan. I've always liked, you know, know, I I I was the kid who had the picture
1: of the Lamborghini posted yeah. up in his in Which his they, room and stuff they made fun of those cars like yeah, a, yeah Like a exactly. ferrari that they that the they ferrari made. right
0: and then i think I, I think it was in the first one too when when they rate they raced those the two muscle car guys the guy with the blue camaro no and not in this one. Oh, okay maybe that was in too too fast too furious or something at one point they race a guy who's got this like sick ass like 1969 camaro ss and unless
1: you're talking about Dom's car towards the end, that, that was, one is sick too. That yeah, was that, a that was,
0: challenger, I think.
1: And I was like, You show that at the end, I know <laughs> it was such a, that was probably the best car that they showed. Oh, so sick! It, it, they
0: show that car in future movies too. Like, he he has he rebuilds it or whatever. Um, but yeah, uh, and I, I just always love that kind of stuff. So, like, I think that's why it really spoke to me. But, yeah, you know, I'll admit, that, like, they're not cinematic masterpieces no. by any stretch of the imagination. Ew,
1: dialogue was terrible. And
0: what's crazy about it is, so now that you've seen the first one, eventually you should try to get through more of them. Because right around.
1: Well, my plan is to. I'm going to go through them now. Yeah. So.
0: So, so, once you get to, like, Fast and the Furious, like, four or five, and I don't know what the titles are because they go like, you know, it's like Fast and the Furious, Too Fast, Too Furious, Fast and Furious, Tokyo Drift. Then it's like. Fast and Furious. They took the "the" out of it. And then it was like, then it was like Fast Five, and then it was Furious Six, and then it was like Furious Seven, and then it was like Fate of the Furious. Like it gets so crazy. Um, but like you'll see, like right around four or five, they stop being like car racing movies, and they start being like secret agent action blockbusters. <laughs> And then by like number uh by the seven and eight, I think, they just turn into straight up superhero movies. Like they're doing things that are literally impossible. No, and like um, and
1: like the first race, like I can't believe when they were filming it or doing if you would call it computer graphics, right. Like how bad it looked. Right. And how ridiculous, like they're going one forty. Yeah. And they were acting like they were going rocket. When speed. They, when they hit the fucking NOS, and yeah. they're like <laughs> Yeah. I was like, it's 140. I've yeah. definitely hit 120 in cars. Yeah. It don't feel like that. Yeah, I know. Not even close. I know. Um, yeah,
0: they're just trying to, you know, they're trying to, they've take, definitely taken some liberties on, like, first of all, what nitrous actually does to a car and, like, how fast it would actually be. Like, you know, they got the computer set up, diagnosing yeah. his car. And the, yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah, man, it is it is one of my guiltiest pleasures for sure.
1: <laughs> and it, to me, the best char- character they had was the uh, the super nerdy car guy. They killed him. Yeah, uh, like he was he was the best one. Like, and um, <laughs> and clearly, like we've advanced on uh, discovering uh, I don't want to say mental disorders or whatever disabilities. <laughs> but when he's saying, why are you so into cars? He's like, oh, I can't pay attention to things. As he's super paying attention to something, he's building a car. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, I just can't focus on anything else except this. I'm like, oh, that sounds like he's autistic to me. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not a doctor. He's but probably got ADD or
0: something. Or that's ADHD. what he said he had. I was like, I don't know. He
1: seems to be really focused on what he's doing right now.
0: <laughs> yeah, um, he just wouldn't talk to anybody if it was <laughs> autistic. He'd just be sitting there. And he would design the best cars, but like no one would know about it. No. He'd be in his room alone. Yeah, I know. It's 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 an interesting show to to, or a series of movies to kind of watch its progression because it has just gotten fucking stupid.
1: Although I will say, and I will give it to this, um, the one bald Mexican guy who's always playing a villain and every, when anytime they're like, we need a solo. Mexican gang member number three. And it's always the same guy, yeah. the bald guy with the mustache. Yeah, I forget his name. He but looks like
0: a famous character actor.
1: And he looks like the symbol that you see everywhere where it's like the sunglasses and the mustache and that weird hat. Like yeah, you oh,
0: the low rider magazine. Yeah, that,
1: <laughs> yeah. he looks like that without the glasses and yep. like the hat, but um, it was nice to see him. Like, oh, he's not playing like a thug or a dummy. Like,
0: yeah, it's actually just a
1: normal dude. He's just a normal dude. He was just buying car parts in cash. That's all he was doing. <laughs> yeah, where did he get the cash though? <laughs> oh, they didn't go into that, and I appreciate yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. But it was yeah, I I enjoyed it. But um, yeah, you like you like bad movies too. Yeah, you. you oh, yeah.
0: that I I've said it before. It's one of my earliest nerdy confessions. Is that <laughs> It's one of my guiltiest pleasures. Like, there's no reason I should like those movies, but I fucking love them. Because <laughs> I've just at, at at some point I've just embraced how ridiculous they are, and it, it's silly. and they always do have the coolest cars. Like they See, they jump a GT500 off of a cliff in the latest.
1: So you, you definitely dip your toes in bad movies. Yeah. you just gotta like, you know, yeah. Expand. I'm not,
0: I'm not gonna go s- swimming around in there, but I'll dip my toes in from time to <laughs> time. You know.
1: So I'm curious to where from two to three it goes, but um, who knows? Maybe I'll watch another one tonight. But there go. I enjoyed it, but it's a fucking bad movie. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they only get bad. And like, why was Ja Rule in it? Like,
0: <laughs> Ja Rule's always in it, bro. Yeah. Uh, no, they, they. I actually I don't think he comes back ever, but they do get like Ludacris shows up at one point. Tyrese is one of the main guys. Um, yeah, there, there's some. There's some. They're like we
1: we got to get some of the urban folk to watch it. Eh, yeah, just put a rapper in there; it's fine. They'll go watch it.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: And that part was also ridiculous when he was racing. This girl's like, "I'm yours, whether you win or lose." And she like lets him feel on a boob. Yeah. And he's like, "But if you win, you get both of us." And then like points to another girl, and then he loses, and then she's straight up like, "This is she's not black. I don't know. She what? Maybe she was white. Maybe she was Italian. Definitely tanned." But she just calls him the N word, like nice. straight up in the movie. Was like, yeah, yeah, it was a different time. Yeah, twenty one years ago. I guess you could say that. <laughs> yeah. Well, for
0: some reason there there's a lot of uh, you know th- there's a lot of white guys who just think they can throw that around. Um, white people, I should say, not not to <laughs> uninclude anybody. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't know. Back then, it was definitely worse for sure. <laughs> Alrighty, my nerdy confession, uh, It's actually, I think we kind of shared it with Christian. So, uh, Tuesday, we finished our d d campaign.
1: Yeah, it's crazy.
0: Two years of playing the same campaign finally came to an end, uh, and it feels crazy. It does.
1: It feels weird knowing the next Tuesday we don't got a game lined up. Yeah, I know. A game that might get canceled because X and X reason. <laughs>
0: yeah, Exactly. Yeah, and I mean I, I think that's what's what's so cool about it is that to get six adults who have, you know, adult lives and adult schedules
1: in different places in California. Different places
0: in California to all get together and spend a couple hours a week playing a game with each other is is a feat unto its own. And uh, to have done it all the way through completion for two years, almost to the day, I think today was the two year anniversary. It's crazy. Yeah. Um but yeah, it was cool. It was uh, it 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 feels really weird to be done with it because I've done, I've done complete D and D adventures before, but they've always like they've been short ones, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this one, having been so long, it's just like, god damn, that was crazy. <laughs> and uh, you know, I'm excited to do another one, but also I'm excited to take a little bit of a break. You know, it's a it's a. You bit- know,
1: if if I knew um. Roll20 better, Yeah, I would be down to DM.
0: Yeah. And, and I mean, I, I will say that that's one of the cool things about doing this because we started this campaign right when the pandemic hit because yeah. we like we like, well, we can't go out and do a bunch of stuff, so why not let's figure this out and, and start doing it together. And I will say that um, it, learning Roll20 is pretty cool because you realize how powerful of a program it is. Yeah. And, like, even if um, even if you were to, uh, like, play in person, I think I would still use Roll20 for certain things.
1: Um, well, what's cool is you don't have to draw up the map or create, like, these, like, elaborate pieces, you know. It could almost feel like a critical roll-type thing um, or Dice Legends without having to build these pieces, you know.
0: Right, exactly. You know, I, I think the coolest part, uh, especially as a DM, is that you can actually you can have all your bad guys and have their uh, have their tokens and stuff like that, their stat blocks and stuff. Um, so this this is kind of cool. Check out this feature that that we did, Christian. I can actually we can actually watch this right as we on our video here if we switch to this. Oh, look at that. So here here's kind of how Roll Twenty looks, and uh, you can see that. Um, you have your little chat thing on the side, but the best part about it, especially as, as a DM is you can go into here and, um, you can like, here, here's the dragon you guys are fighting. And so I have all my, all my separate little, uh, you know, uh, attacks and such there. And then I can click on this and then it pulls up the character sheet. It pulls up her whole stat block. And so even if we were playing this in person, I could just have this and even I wouldn't even have to roll any dice because I could just, you know, click on the 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 claw attack. That's how her attacks were. It was fucking (laughs) twenty-six doing fifteen damage and she would do like three she would do like tack tack bite tail whip. You know, it's just like a bunch of damage. And so like it takes a lot of that prep work out of uh you know, you know, being a DM where now you don't have to You don't have to like write all these handwritten notes and stuff like that. You can even have the entire module in there. So you have all of the, you know, all of the lore and stuff that you need to read through. You could have all of the maps and stuff on there. So you could still have a map in front of you when you're playing with your friends. Um, you have a reference to draw it out and where things are and stuff. So it takes a lot of that guesswork out. So if you're into Dungeons and Dragons, especially as a DM and you haven't checked out roll 20, I would definitely recommend it um, because it's a very powerful tool. And um, if you really want to get fancy with it, You know, um, I've seen people who who take, like, cheap flat-screen TVs and, like, put them in, in, like, an Ikea table or whatever. And then you just run your computer into that. That that would be really cool because you can do lighting effects and all sorts of fun stuff. So very powerful tool, and I definitely wouldn't have done that whole campaign without it (laughs) because there's a lot of stuff to
1: do for that. But,
0: yeah, man, I'm excited uh, to, uh, you know – get on to the next adventure once we figure that out. Maybe uh, on my
1: days off I'll study uh trying to learn how to DM on it.
0: Yeah. Yeah, well, I could always show you a couple little tricks tips and tricks. But uh yeah, it, once you get the hang of it it and there's still stuff that I don't do on it, but um, it does have quite the wealth of helpful handy tools. So, if you're into D&D, check out roll20.net. It's uh, you won't regret it. Okie dokie. Well, let's take a quick little break and when we come back, we're going to be talking about Morbius by Sony Pictures with Jared Leto. We'll be right back. And we're back. All right, Christian. Well, it's time to talk about our favorite movie of the year, <laughs>
1: the audience's choice award. The audience choice award.
0: Um, yeah. So uh, let's do our spoiler-free review first um, for those people who are interested in seeing Morbius, but maybe don't don't know much about it. Don't know if it's worth watching. Um, I will say this. It is one of the most predictable superhero movies I've seen in quite some time. Okay. Um, like, I knew very early in, I'm like, oh, that's the bad guy. Um, you know, that guy is going to do this. This guy is going to do this. This is going to happen. And it's just like, it was so, so predictable and so boring. Um And I I will say for a vampire movie where, like, the whole deal with Morbius is he's essentially a vampire. He needs blood or he loses his powers and starts getting his uh, debilitating disease back. Um, There was so – it was so PG-13. It was ridiculous.
1: No, yeah. It definitely would have – maybe? Maybe. I guess we'll say maybe. Been better as R-rated. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I, agree. I mean, it, it was
1: it was very predictable for sure.
0: Yeah, it, it only could have helped if it was rated R because there's a lot of like throat ripping and like, you know, blood sounds. But you don't see any. That's true. You know, you don't see any much blood anyway. Um, even when he's drinking it from the bag, you know, it's not like running down his chin or anything. <laughs> he puts you see him put his hand over his mouth to like suck in the blood. Oh, he's got to get
1: every drop, man. Right. Can't, yeah, yeah they but they,
0: they do that so it wouldn't spill out. So you don't actually don't see him drinking it. You you <laughs> put two and two together. But um, yeah, it was just I don't know, man. It was just not good. Um, and then uh, they the end credit scene they do try to tie it into like their own cinematic universe, and it's just like the most inconsequential, like weird tie-in they try to do ever and i just don't know what they're gonna do Yeah. i can't say much more without spoiling it but you know i would say wait for this one to come out on hbo go or, or hbo max or whatever um or netflix or whatever it is do not spend your hard-earned do- dollars on this one um i've heard sonic 2 is pretty cool i would go check that out
1: <laughs> yeah i've been wanting to watch it i haven't got the chance yeah me I too
0: I, like i like the first sonic movie you know but um yeah this morbius man and What's so funny is the it had so many delays and like I don't know if that's production delays or just trying to get a better release date with the pandemic and everything, but like it was not worth the wait. You know what I mean?
1: No, well, honestly, I wanted to watch Sonic Two more, but um, I I just I was curious and maybe it's my my love for bad movies, but it was getting trashed. So much on Twitter and social media before it even came out, and it was getting trashed everywhere by uh, people who saw the uh, the press screening, which we had. We actually had press screening, which I wish we should have gone. Now we wouldn't have to yeah. pay for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, I was more curious. Like, okay, can it be as bad as people are saying? And I'll say this: it wasn't as bad as people were saying. Uh, I'm not saying it was a great movie, um, but it wasn't as bad as people were saying. I think a lot of it has to do with the People saying that, you know, Jared Leto is a pedo. I am not a jury. I don't know. (laughs) Not saying he is, not saying he isn't. You know, he hasn't been convicted. But I I think a lot of it had to do with that. And I guess um, once we do the spoiler, or once we start talking about the movie, we'll go into it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think um, I will say a couple plus sides to it. I, I think. Some of the CG looked really cool. Some of like the action and stuff looked pretty cool. Well that was like when some of it looked really bad though, too. What
1: when I asked Cody, have you seen it? <clears throat> He's like, no, is it terrible? I was just like, I like the way Morbius looked. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I
0: mean, I, I think I think he did look pretty cool. Uh-huh. Um, you know, he, here's kind of a little picture of how he looked. Um, I think it's not a bad character design. I just think, I think the main problem is that the story was just shite, you know, but anyway, so yeah, that's, I mean, that's, that's the best we can do for a spoiler free review. Um, I would not recommend it. it you know, Hey, if, if you're bored and it's on streaming service of your choice, by all means, check out, um, at least that way you could like turn it off halfway through if you want, you know what I mean? <laughs> but, uh, yeah, let's get into some spoiler talks. Spoilers are happening. So if you haven't seen Morbius and you don't want, the incredibly complex plot ruined for you. (laughs) Um, I would, uh, stop and, you know, go check it out, but let's talk some spoilers, Christian. So start of the movie, Dr. Michael Morbius is in the jungle and he's, he's going to get some bats, Mm -hmm. right? Flies a helicopter in to this bat cave in front of this bat cave. And the guy's like, we got to get out of here before it's nighttime. I'm like, (laughs) First of all, you just got here. Second of all, you're in a helicopter, so let's calm down, okay? <laughs> um and then, you know, they get some, some vampire bats out. He, you know, he's talking about how they have all these cool properties. I, I think one of the biggest problems is like we never really find out what his blood disease does.
1: We know it Well, I mean it it what, it made his body all weak and he had to be on crutches.
0: Yeah, but yeah. Yeah. I get that. We could tell that by looking at him, but like, what is it doing that does that? Because like, it seems like they were talking about the anticoagulants in the bats thing. So it's was like, is his blood like, you know, chunking up and then how does that affect his legs and stuff? We don't, we don't really know. They just kind of glossed over that. Um, which is a fairly important part of this story is like,
1: the the I don't need to get into the science of things. I just so need much. I
0: just need like a line of dialogue is all I need. You know what I mean? Just like, oh, you know this this will stop my you know veins from collapsing or whatever. It's like, oh, okay, so that's what it does, and then then we can go on and move from there. But we just all, all we know is that like for some reason bats are the are the cure, but we have no explanation as to why.
1: And again, maybe it's from uh, my love of eighty movies where you don't need an explanation. It's just magic. It's just yeah. That's what it is, and that's that's what I wrote, and that's what it is. So um, that part didn't bother me. No, one of the biggest things that bothered me, and it's not, it's not specifically tied to Morbius. And I'll even go say Marvel and superheroes do this a lot. That when they're introducing a character, the villain has to have the same powers or abilities (laughs) as. The main character. And th- and again, that's not strictly to Morbius. You know, Iron Man did it, you know. It's like, yeah, suits. it's like an
0: overdone trope, you know. Um, you know, Sonic the Hedgehog is a perfect example, seeing as that's in theaters now. <laughs> Knuckles. Who's Knuckles? Oh, he's kind of like an evil Sonic. Yeah. But he's got spikes on his hands. Well,
1: you know. and, like, and Oh,
0: okay, cool. And know. again,
1: I could. Flash,
0: reverse Flash. Yeah. Flash and Dr. Zoom or whatever. Flash <laughs> and any other. Flash villain,
1: <laughs> yeah, you know, and again, Doctor Strange and um, you know Mads Mikkelsen. I remember the, I don't remember yeah. the character's name, which you or know, M- slightly, Baron Mordo or whatever. Slightly, bug, it, it slightly bugged me. You know, other other movies do it, but what really bugged me is at least in the Marvel films when they do that, there's a clear motivation of why <laughs> yeah, yeah. they're doing this. In this, both of them seem to be solid guys. They seem yeah. to be all right dudes.
0: No, but remember his his friend beat up that bully kid who beat him up okay so that see, makes him evil
1: see like my fiance said the same thing he's like, oh well clearly he was evil because he smacked the kid he was a crippled child and they were they were teasing yeah. him all the fucking time yeah and i bet when like he's obviously can't build muscle when he swung his little crutch i doubt that barely hurt well the thing the, the thing that's so
0: funny is uh in the movie when that happens i'm like that's gonna be the bad guy because they don't understand how social dynamics work, so they're thinking, "Oh, this guy hit that kid. He he can't control his emotions. He's evil." <laughs> I'm like, but in reality, no one would blame that kid for doing no, that like, ever.
1: Uh, months or or years even of being teased and like poked fun of for no reason. Also,
0: like, let's look at those bullies in general. Like, when have you ever seen a group of children who like their whole deal is beating up cripple kids? <laughs> Like, that doesn't exist. there's no way there's no way oh, I don't
1: know I don't put it uh, there's enough evil in the world right okay
0: maybe but there's not a whole group of like six of them, you know what I mean they're like,
1: oh yeah, look at all these
0: cripple kids <laughs> like dude, that's so stupid like and then it, it's such it's such lazy writing when they you have something like that you're like, oh those kids are sh- evil, you know there's no nuance to it and then the mercenaries you know who who uh, are on the boat. They're like, Cody, that one guy was clearly sexist. <laughs> yeah. That guy was clearly sexist. So <laughs> they had that, to die. So literally him and his entire team had to be murdered. <laughs> it's like, it's like, okay, well like the whole point of Morbius um, it, and I'm not, let let me get this out of the way. I'm not a big Morbius fan. I don't know a lot about him in his backstory, but I've read a little bit in preparation for the movie coming out and everything. and, It seems to me that part of his character is that he's kind of like this anti-hero character where his powers, you know, make it so that it's necessary for him to consume human blood. Right. Right. It's not a lot of easy ways of doing that (laughs) without doing harm to people. Right. And so what that means is that sometimes he's going to do that to people who maybe don't entirely deserve it right, but when you, when every time he does it in this movie, it's like right before he does it, that person does something incredibly evil or sexist or pre- <laughs> you know prejudice, you know, and it's just like, come on, man, that's just like if if there's no sort of like uh area where you're like, ooh, I don't know if he's really a good guy, then like what's the point of the character? You know what I mean? <laughs> like, oh, he's just the one good vampire, and you're right his his friend Milo. Um, turns evil for no reason for
1: no. Okay. And so like he,
0: and not he, just like a little evil where he's like, ah, I can't control it. And I, you know, you just do it. He's like, no, he's like, I'm going to find his girlfriend <laughs> and I'm going to, I'm going to murder her. Why? I don't know. Just to get back at my friend. Cause I want him to
1: drink human blood too. It, d- it didn't make any sense. Like when, when he sees Morbius, mm-hmm. like all of a sudden he sees him, oh my God, you're healthy and buff. Like. What happened? He's like, oh, I took this. Cool. Can I have some too? No. 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 It's a curse. And and you're
0: a bad person for asking.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. No, this is a curse. Like, wait, so you're buff. You can move around. You're Uh, not
0: going to die tomorrow. You're not going to die
1: tomorrow. Where's the curse part? Like, I I, I get why his friend.
0: I have to consume human blood. You don't understand. I'm like, you mean that entire freezer full of human blood you have? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That literally hurt nobody? I can't share that reserve. (laughs) Yeah. No, that's for me though. It's my my cross to yeah. bear.
1: <laughs> it was just so stupid. Like that part I could understand why his friend being mad. You know, right. that makes sense. Like, wait, you I'm so you're fine if you survive, but it's okay if I die. Right. That kind of makes sense. But to go and turn full evil at the rest of humanity. Right.
0: Like- well, also what's funny too is like, okay, so you know, he, he he says, No, you can't have it, and and his friend Milo leaves. And then all of a sudden we see someone attacking this nurse in the, in the hallway yeah. or whatever. So I went to the bathroom at that time, you know, cause I was, you know, drank a uh, large Pepsi or whatever and wasn't super committed. And when I came back and, you know, I see the the nurse getting her throat ripped out and they're like, Oh no, Michael Morbius. And he's like, Oh no, did I, did I lose control again? Like when I got back, I'm like, and the big reveal comes that it, Oh no, it was Milo who did that. I'm like, Oh, they didn't show that. Like I asked my buddy Alex, I'm like, Wait, he didn't know that Milo did that? It was so obvious. <laughs> he was like, no, yeah, they didn't show that. No. We're just finding out now. It was, it's, I mean, so predictable. And then um, w- let's let's talk a little bit about. So, Tyrese, who's also in the Fast and Furious movies. Okay. Um, and then Al Madrigal are the two cops. Yep. Right. The comedian. Right. Yeah. Al Madrigal is a stand up comedian. He's done some TV stuff and sketch stuff too. Um, so, Tyrese was originally supposed to have a bionic arm. Did you know that? No. Yeah. He was like, like I don't know, two years ago, he's like, oh, yeah, this is going to blow people's minds when they see all the powers my arm does. <laughs> it's completely cut from the movie. <laughs> and then because of that, like, he was almost completely cut from the movie. Did you notice that halfway through, Al Magical was the only cop that really had yeah. any sort of involvement? Yeah. And also, so when Morbius is running away from Tyrese in the beginning when they first find out and it, he he's like jumping and teleporting all the way up to the roof, right? Yep. Tyrese <clears throat> is running on his human legs up to the up to the roof and Morbius gets up there. He's like, oh no. And he, he kind of feels like, oh, maybe I could fly, but maybe I can't. Seconds later, Tyrese shows up there like, how did you get up there that fast? <laughs> and then he's just like, enough. He's like, and then he just stops. I'm like, you, you literally like, Jumped up an entire skyscraper up to the roof. You almost flew off the the roof and probably could have jumped to another building, but that guy just saying enough. You're just like, yeah, you're right. It was a robotic arm. I'm done. That wasn't there. Yeah, yeah. They cut cut out the bionic arm, shooting lasers at him or whatever. <laughs> um, yeah, man. It was it was so so silly, so predictable. Also, so the big like fight at the end between Morbius and Milo. Um you know they're they're having a vampire off essentially. And Morbius having having been used to his powers a little bit longer. Oh, summons the bats. He kind of like he he can he can do the 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 echolocation and stuff like that better and he's more in control and then he could fly and stuff like that where Milo's still kind of figuring out. But then he does the thing with the bats. Why can't Milo do the thing with the bats? Cuz they took the exact same stuff.
1: He wasn't good enough. <laughs> he was just evil, I don't know.
0: The bats could sense the evil in him. The bats are the true test of who's good.
1: I guess. No, it was that that was really goofy. There was a lot of goofy parts in it yeah. for sure. Um Yeah, and like one of the things that bugged me like in the comics he stays in vampire form. and that is, All the time, yeah. All the time, and that is one of the the curse of it. People are terrified when they see him. Even when he becomes an actual hero, not a villain, people see him, and they freak out, obviously, like, oh, shit, you look fucking like Ozzy Osbourne, who's about to eat a bat. Yeah. So, obviously, people are freaked out, and, like, that part, like... That's kind of how he looks. Yeah, and, and I feel like that was more of a Jared Leto thing. It's like, wait, you're not going to have this handsome face? Like, i got to stay this weird vampire thing the whole time yeah so.
0: I, I think i think it's kind of like the the same thing you that that is kind of cursing Indeed. the halo show is that like okay we've paid this high profile actor a bunch of money and also cgi is very expensive <laughs> so let's let's just have him be normal mode most of the time or just walking around with his helmet off you know yeah. and it's like, so stupid um, all right first so- of all like if if, if it's you know If you've got, like, the crazy makeup and stuff on it, like, maybe you don't need Jared Leto. You can get someone who's not as good of an actor who just... You just CG them doing whatever you want, you know? Yeah.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Uh, So the part that really pissed me off... Sure. ...was the end credits. End credits. after credits. Yeah. Okay. So
0: So what happens in the after credits, Christian? Lead us through it.
1: So um, they did a very lazy computer graphics of, like, the sky turning different colors. It looked very bad. It looked like they got an intern to do it. Yeah. Which, Copy and paste. Yeah. Like, there was better graphics in Ghostbusters, like the original, like, with the sky <laughs> stuff.
0: And so this. Yeah, it was, like, the purple sky opening from, like, No Way Home. And it was
1: really fucking weird. Um, yeah. Cuts to a scene where. Um, Michael Heaton.
0: Adrian Toomes
1: shows up in a jail cell. For no reason. And the jail's like, oh, we don't have you registered here.
0: No, the you're forgetting the best part. The first thing he says upon being transported to a different jail cell. Well, I hope the better, food's better in this joint.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so, like, so you just accepted it? You just knew? Not <laughs> like I had a seizure. I could have been drugged. I don't know what the fuck is going yeah, on. Yeah, exactly. Um, and they're just like, oh, well, we don't see a record of you here. So we got to let you go. Mind you, he's in a full prison outfit. <laughs> yeah. Maybe we, like, you know, some clerical Yeah, error. maybe
0: we should check that out, yeah. look into it a little bit.
1: <laughs> like, uh, we better just let him go, I guess. Um, he gets out. Um, somehow, being in a new dimension, still has his wings from what he found and created yeah, he in made, the Battle of New York.
0: Yeah, and so so the first one is him getting out, released from the prison that he was in, or whatever. Then uh, the mid credit scene, you see... You see Jared Leto uh, driving through the desert in a Porsche. First of all, he can fly. Yeah. <laughs> Second of all, he was based in New York. Where there's, Where is there a desert near New York? Okay. Two things out of the way. So he pulls up to the stop sign, and then you see something off in the distance, and it flies in, and it's vulture with a new vulture suit, right? And it looks different than the one from the Spider-Man movie um, because he, he was transported to this dimension – With nothing, just in his prison suit. So we're just. So he made a new suit,
1: or we have to assume that there was a battle in New York there, even though they've never mentioned any Avengers, anything of the sort. Right. Or maybe he got teleported with him. That would be the lazy way of writing it in, I guess. Uh, Yeah,
0: and then and so he's like, he's like, hey, you know, hey, what's up, Doc? You know, I think uh, I'm not sure how I got here, but you know, I think it has something to do with Spider Man. Yeah, and then Morbius is like, I think you and me should maybe team up and maybe we could do some good.
1: He's like, and then Morby's just like Spider-Man. Nah. Like, like he was mad or interested. Like they've never interacted. No,
0: I don't think he even said Spider-Man. He just said, um, intriguing. And or that, may- that maybe it. And it was like, okay, okay, okay. Let's <laughs> first of all, it was very clearly not Michael Keaton in that, in that other thing because he never takes his helmet off. Okay. Like it was they that was something they shoehorned in there after No Way Home came out or Probably right.
1: they're like, "Oh shit, people love that?" Yeah. We're going to do a little bit of that. Yeah, exactly.
0: This. And then um yeah. Okay, so is Vulture trying like actually doing good, like becoming a good guy? Why like why does he mention Spider-Man if there's no Spider-Man in this universe? Is there a Spider-Man in this universe? The Sam Raimi Spider-Man poster was not from the trailers was not It in was the scene, in the movie. No. Right. Which there was a couple things not in the movie, um, like like Vulture and Morbius meeting in prison, right? Yeah, that that happened at um, in the trailer as well. Um, yeah, man, it was just
1: also. So strange. Um, I don't think they did the whole Venom thing that was in the trailer. So he did,
0: he did the I am Venom, but he didn't do the. I'm just kidding. It's Michael Mo- Dr. Oh, Michael that's Morbius sorry, that's at right, your that's right. He didn't do that, and so. What was so strange about that part where he's like, "We are Venom" or whatever, is okay. The only people who ever heard that are dead; they got eaten by Venom. Okay, so it's not it's not like one of those things like if someone said, "I am Iron Man" in the MCU, because Tony Stark said that at a press conference. Yeah, so people. Okay, so it's it's it becomes an iconic line in the universe, not just to us as moviegoers right and so when he says that like what that guy's just be like what what do you mean like we don't know a, a person named venom like they they've always said oh there's that thing in San Francisco yeah yeah like he doesn't know who no one in this universe knows who venom is right it's just very strange um
1: yeah, and like it also it just it pissed me off so much that you, they pulled I really enjoyed uh vulture as a villain I yeah he was great it's like dude you're gonna pull him from a franchise that is working to put him in a franchise that obviously that you're just forcing together. you're forcing in there it's yeah. like why would you do that and I and I guess it's because they're working on um Craven and I guess Madame Webb but I, I don't know I, I unless Sony's like okay we we're just going to – let's introduce these characters on our side, and we've accepted that we do shit versions. But then when Marvel does it, you know, it's great and awesome. So let us introduce it, and then it'll go back and forth. That would be probably the best-case scenario.
0: I have no – I I can't think of a good way for this to work out because, you know, so in this universe we have Morbius, Venom. Venom. Falcon now. Or now Falcon the, now vulture. the Vulture. Yeah, and it's like, okay – and maybe you know maybe later on we'll have Craven, Craven
1: Madam Web was not a villain, but they they've already said that they casted her. So
0: yeah, and I just don't understand why. I just none of these characters make sense without Spider Man. No, are they just counting on like MCU being like you know what we're done with Spider Man we don't we don't want to make any movies
1: you guys can have them back. We're sick of making millions of dollars. Yeah, trying to take it back.
0: Billions of dollars um it just it's so frustrating
1: i think you know i I think into the spider-verse was a blessing and a curse like it was such a good movie like and that was the but the curse is that like sony's like well we can do it we were we've been fucking this up for a little bit but we can do it look what we did here but it's just it's not
0: even the first venom movie which like did okay and it wasn't a terrible terrible
1: movie um, no, I'll stand by what I said. It was a good movie. It was an okay movie if it wasn't titled Venom. You know, right, like-
0: right, right, right. Yeah, exactly. Just like the Halo show currently going on would be an okay sci-fi movie or show if it wasn't called Halo. Um, but yeah, it's just it it's it boggles my mind that a company that who has who's created an somewhat of an empire of making movies can't like piece
1: together. A decent story anymore. I think it goes to show that you need someone like uh, Kevin Feige who has Mm. an overarching idea of like Like how a vision vision of how things are going to go. And you can do individual movies, but you still know like 10 moves ahead of what's going to happen. Right. Which is like, I'm like now. That being said, I'm okay with Edgar Wright not doing Ant Man. Like, though I would have loved to have seen Edgar Wright doing Ant Man, but the fact that he wasn't willing to play ball with Kevin Feige right, right. was that it wouldn't have fit in with the rest of the stuff. So. Right, exactly.
0: And I think, you know, I, I think Marvel, and we've said this before, I think where they succeed is that they go, they're, they set out to make a good movie first. Like their their goal with Iron Man was to make the best Iron Man movie they could possibly make right John Favreau's big fan wanted to, to get the right Tony Stark the right Iron Man suit you know um, and they wanted to make the story good that movie stands on its own it's not like at the end of that movie he's like I, I need a team I need to p- put together a team and then they're starting to put together the Avengers already no there's a little like after credits hint at something you know but that's it You know, so there's just these little strings kind of tying it back to a bigger universe, but nothing in the Iron Man movie hints to something larger, right? It's just Iron Man. The Hulk movie, same way, love it or hate it, you know, with with uh, what's his name, Edward Norton, like it was just a Hulk movie. You know, he's he's not like, you know, it's not one of the Infinity Stones turning him into the Hulk, or it's not. That wasn't Sony, was it? No, no, no. But it that that was Marvel Studios, was it? Mm -hmm. Oh wow, Yep, yep. Um yeah and so it's like they set out to make good movies first that in the after credit scene they have little like little ties into something else right something bigger just hints at it but Kevin Feige in the background he knows where all these threads are headed right yeah. his his goal after the first like two movies like it would be cool like these are turning out good what if we you know teamed them all up you know where you have people like Sony, who's just like, okay, what property do we have? We have Spider-Man, but we can't use actual Spider-Man in our own movie right now because we signed the deal of a lifetime with Marvel where uh, they'll just make a kick-ass movie and we just get money from it. Um, But what else? how else can we squeeze some of this character out? And they start using his side characters. You got Venom, who makes no sense as a character without Spider-Man. And same thing with you know same thing with Carnage, you know what I mean? Like they're all related directly back to Spider Man. Madam Webb. Her entire deal is dealing with Spider Man. What is her movie going to be about?
1: Well, I mean, she is a mutant, she she's psychic. Um, she just her last name just so happens to be Webb, and she happens to see a lot of Spider Man's future. Right. But um, yeah, I mean, it's just tied so heavily to Spider Man, it it is going to be right weird. It's like, like making
0: a Jarvis movie without Iron Man in it. You know yeah, what I mean? Like who gives a <laughs> shit? Right? I I mean, I guess Warner Brothers did do the the Alfred Pennyworth TV show without Batman in it, so you know. And the and to be fair, the commissioner Gordon, the Gotham uh Yeah, it was one, mostly yeah. um series. So, but it's like, dude, what are you doing? Just just stop. Just Marvel just needs or Disney needs to buy Sony Pictures. I think that's how we we resolve this. But I don't
1: know if they can buy Sony Pictures. They'd have to buy Sony. <laughs> yeah. And Sony's pretty still pretty big, man. I know. But they should buy them. It'll happen eventually.
0: Yeah. They're going to buy everyone eventually. We hear Elon Musk trying to buy Twitter.
1: Yeah, it's so stupid.
0: Yeah. It's not going to happen. So he can really run the economy into the dumpster. But, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Yeah, Morbius just... I, I just don't know where they were going with it. And it's it's frustrating because they could have made a very cool character and a very cool, like, interesting anti hero story. Where, well, like.
1: I just wish they had left it to Marvel because um, Blade is coming up and Morbius and Blade have history. Like, yeah. it's uh, in, the in, the co- and in the Midnight Suns. In the Midnight Suns, yeah. I mean, it's one of the reasons why. Um, Blade doesn't have any of the weaknesses of your traditional vampire is because yeah I bet Mor-
0: that, I bet that rump, rubs Morbius the wrong way yeah <laughs> it's like wait you get to like walk around in the daytime look like Wesley Snipes and you know well Morbius can walk in the in the daytime oh that's true I guess yeah, yeah it's
1: it's like so that's where he gets his um so he's more like an actual vampire he gets bit by Morbius and it mutates him into where like now he doesn't have the weaknesses um it just wasn't in the original movie. So I was, you know, I was like, oh, maybe if they do a good enough movie, it will crossover and maybe, you know, with the vampires it'll it'll make sense, but mm, I don't you can't see that happening no, now.
0: No. Yeah, I doubt it. I doubt it. Yeah, it and, and it kind of, you know, it takes away from, you know, the Midnight Suns like darker characters dealing with like occult type stuff. Um I just don't see that happen, you know, I don't see Morbius as part of that, you know no. what I mean? But yeah. But, you know, let us know what you guys think. Uh, did you love Morbius? Is Jared Leto y- your favorite person? Because if he is, you could unsubscribe to us.
1: <laughs> Are you saying Leto? Cause it ran- or Leto? Jared Leto? Lido? Leto? Lido cause I don't so know how it's
0: actually supposed I to be. I thought so. it was
1: Leto. I thought you were saying Leto because it sounds like pedo, and then just because oh, no. he's been accused of that shit.
0: No, like I, I just thought that might be how he says it. Jared Leto? 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 I don't know. Doesn't matter. He's a dumb person. I think his problem is he, he's a good supporting actor. He's a good, like, like a weird, he,
1: funky character. You, like, put him in a, you know. like He was great in Fight Club. <laughs> was he in Fight Club? Yeah, he was the pretty guy that um, Edward Norton beat up because. Uh, oh. because he was of, good in
0: Requiem for a Dream, I think. Yep. Wasn't he in that? He was good in Dallas Buyers Club. Never saw it. Yeah, he. I think he won an Oscar for that one. I thought he was fine in Blade Runner, you know, played a weird, creepy guy. Yeah. You know? I don't mind him in stuff like that.
1: <laughs> Just give him tiny roles. Don't make him the main character. Yeah,
0: don't make him the main character, and for God's sake, don't make him the Joker. Um, but, yeah, man. It was rough, but let us know what you thought down in the comments. Uh, are, are we completely off base, or you know, did we nail it? Because, uh, I don't know. I don't see a lot of people liking this movie, but you know, what are you going to do? Like and subscribe while you're down there commenting. We do appreciate it. it; really helps us out, helps us beat the old YouTube algorithm. And if you're on Spotify, Apple Music, or Apple Podcast, um, Stitcher, or any of the other pod sites, just give us a little subscribe, leave us a comment, rate us five stars. We do appreciate you guys. And if you want to take it one step further, check out Patreon.com/slash/NerdsWithFriends. Become a patron today, help support us, and you know who knows if the Patreon gets big enough. Maybe we can buy Sony. <laughs> yeah, one day. One day. <laughs> Christian, I'm sorry we had to see that movie. <laughs> we'll watch Sonic next. Yeah, so maybe Sonic will be a good one. To all the nerds out there, remember you're not alone, you're with friends. This is Nerds with Friends. Thank you and good night. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Joey Galvez. I want to tell you guys a little bit about the Department of Human Affairs. This one is a story about a team led by a retired sidekick, two felons, a failed actor from Broadway, and a reprogrammed cyborg